hello, hello, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of First, the show where I, Marcus Ness, gives you my first impressions on a game, and this here episode is all about Dungeon Color, a puzzle game where you use color to clear dungeons, to get out of dungeons, to go from one dungeon to the next dungeon. And just for anyone watching the video, version of this here episode i will probably maybe i'll change my mind in the editing process but i will probably most likely just have an unedited stretch of me playing through the game because the puzzles are relatively short and it is a very free flow and they're just you know naturally moving from one puzzle to the next one and so on type of game that i think cutting a lot between various puzzles would be more distracting than just giving you a unedited bit of the game that I played. And with that said, let's get on to the, the impressions. So I played it for about a half hour and cleared, I don't know, 30-ish puzzles, roughly. I cleared quite a few puzzles and I like it overall. The first thing I noticed when I started playing was that I liked the visuals. I think it has a very nice aesthetic, some good solid pixel art. It's not too unique or anything, but it looks really good. And it looks good in motion. It's got some nice effects going on. And I dug looking at it. But the gameplay, which is the important part, is good for the most part. The main aspect of the puzzle solving is walking over these various colored flames that when doing so open doors associated with that color of the same color that is and the one little caveat is when you walk over a colored flame it'll open the doors that are of that color and close every other door so if you walk over a red flame all the red doors will open but then any blue door or green door or yellow door will close so this can sometimes lead to instances where you have no way to get out, where you might be stuck, and then you just hold the B button, I believe, on Xbox in order to reset a level, and that happens pretty instantly. But that is the main aspect of the gameplay. Opening these doors and doing it in a specific order so that you can reach the giant flame at the end of a level to progress to the next one. They add modifiers as you keep playing, like little colored teleportation spaces, and these pickups, power-ups, whatever you want to call them, that when you walk over them, they will switch the color of a flame to another color so that you can now access that color that you wouldn't be able to otherwise, and so on. And I think this puzzle mechanic works pretty well. What I don't like, though, is that it also requires you, in certain cases, to navigate very specifically between small spaces so that you don't touch a flame in order to get past it and then make your way through the rest of the level or whatever and if you do touch it then you might have to go back and redo a whole bunch of steps that you already did or you'll have to reset the level because you did something that screwed up everything and you can't progress any further in that particular level and what i don't like about this is that it is a fixed camera and the way it's set up at the start at least, you will probably not think you can walk through a space and not touch a flame, but you will quickly learn this because there will be no other way of progressing. 
And I found that element to be a little annoying in how finicky it could be and how it slowed down the puzzle solving process. Because when you'd get to those points where you had to be very controlled in your movements and had to make sure you didn't accidentally just nudge the analog stick ever so slightly in one direction or the other, it halted the momentum of the game, of the puzzle solving, and it was just a little bit of a bummer. It's not bad. I understand the reasoning for having it there because it would probably seem maybe a bit too easy overall, but I didn't mind it because unlike something I played recently, Fluffy Cube, which was incredibly easy, there were still points where I would have to stop and just look over the entire level and see what steps I had to make so that I didn't get to a point where I accidentally switched on a color that made it so I wouldn't be able to progress anymore and would have to reset the level. So I think the puzzles are adequately challenging on their own without this added movement side to things that isn't in every level either. It's not something that you have to deal with in every level. It's just in some levels you'll have to make sure that you are up against the wall, but then there might be a little bump in the wall that you have to get over and you have to just make sure that you are exactly enough over so that you don't hit that little nudge but that you're not so over it that you end up walking over a various colored flame or whatever and i just didn't like that bit all that much but overall i thought dungeon color was a solid puzzle game and the only reason i stopped playing was because i felt like i got the general idea of it and had enough to give you my first impression of it. And that first impression is a positive one. So uh, yeah, if you want a solid little puzzle game, I don't think it's too much. It might be $5. I think it's in that $5 range. And at $5, I think it's an absolutely great pickup. And if you're a fan of puzzle games, 100% I recommend it. I think the puzzles are solid and offer not exactly a challenge. I, I, I was never racking my brain over what I had to do, but I at least had to stop and think about what I had to do, which is more than I could say for other puzzle games I've played recently, like again, Fluffy Cube. And that's really all I want out of a puzzle game. I don't want to feel stupid, but I want to at least have to use my brain. I want to have to use the muscles in my brain to some extent. And Dungeon Color does require that of you, but it will never frustrate you. And that's what I like. I, I never want to be frustrated by a puzzle game. I want to be challenged, whether it's slightly challenged or greatly challenged, but never frustrated. And Dungeon Color slightly challenges you, never greatly, but it also never frustrates you. And it's never so ridiculously stupid easy. It is, in some cases, puzzles are very straightforward and you don't really have to think too much about them. But overall, good time, good time, good time. Broken record, done, done, done as is this episode. Anywho, once again, I am Marcus, and as y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. If you'd like to see me streaming games or art or what have you, you can do so over at twitch.tv slash PX Sausage. If you aren't already watching the video of this here episode and would like to do so or other videos I make, you could do that over at youtube.com slash pixelated sausage. Like, subscribe, hit that bell, and all that jazz if you haven't all ready that is again youtube.com slash pixelated sausage speaking of pixelated sausage if you put a little dot in the comment after that you, you, you know what i got you know what you got you got my website pixelated sausage.com where you can find this and more stuff like this as well as the art i'm making <laughs> if you see something you like you could purchase the print of the piece you fancy and if you fancy the site in general and 
anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash PXS and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye.